I'm lifting and walking with it as I'm lifting it up, and I fall into a cesspool, and the piece of wood covers me. And uh, Yitzhi Sussman looks around, and he doesn't see me. He has no idea where I am. He's screaming, Eli, Eli. But Adama, just... And I'm sitting there in the cesspool, and, and it smells geschmack, it's gewaldic. And basically, all of a sudden, somebody flushed the toilet. I think, in my mind, that's what happened. And there's a big surge. And I, I, I come flying up, and my head hits this board. And, you know, I pop it open an inch or two, and I scream, help! And he realized I'm underneath. That's when he realized he ran to the bungalow colony, and he got my parents... And Rav Shmuel Brazil was in tow because people asked Rav Shmuel Brazil, is this story true? He says, I was there. I ran to save him. So my mother ran, Allah Shalom, and she broke her leg. As she, she, was so in, she was so stressed out that she tripped and broke her leg. And they grabbed me out. And as my father grabs me out of the cesspool, I say, Abba, my yarmulke's inside. He says, forget the yarmulke, forget the yarmulke. It's okay. And they washed me off. They gave me everybody in the bungalow colony came by and gave me treats. It was Kedai. I got some licorice out of it. So anyways, Reb Shmuel Brazil is an aide to one of my first stories. My says, Shekimat Hayu. And here he is on this thing. Anyway, um, real quickly, talking about me, <laughs> what other opportunity do I have to talk about myself? I have here a, uh, this is a, a text I got from David Hagal from Malibu. And he gives me the award today is my 250th streak, consecutive sheer streak, as of today. It's all about the Yoimi and the Safari, he writes. Then he wrote a nice little thing here. He goes like this. Where is it? Rebelli, please put humility aside for a moment. You know that's very, very difficult, but for you I will try. And celebrate your milestone of giving at least one Daf Yoimi sheer for 250 consecutive days. Cal Ripken Jr. played 2,632 consecutive games, but he had days off in between games and never played 250 days in a row. For Rebelli, there are no days off. You are the true Iron Man. For thousands of people worldwide, the Fiyomi would not be possible without you. And the Chabura of loyal followers on six continents can't thank you enough for your selfless dedication to the Shir. So thank you, David Agal. David Agal found us, I, I think it's almost two years ago. Maybe you could correct me. He is an avid surfer. He doesn't, there's not a day that goes by that he doesn't surf. He lives on the beach on Malibu. He actually has a surfboard stored in Eretz Yisrael. He comes a number of times a year. He surfs here, he surfs there. I think he found this like in Carousel or something. He was on a surf trip and he wanted to learn Tyra. He never misses a day. He also has a huge streak. Never ever, almost, he constantly texts me and everything. Rabbi Isai, he writes over here, like uh, I, I pulled out a text of his, he says like this, this is a while back, even when I go to Australia, Costa Rica, Hawaii, or Tahiti, I'll still be on the shear, and that's the truth. So if anybody knows, he's looking, he's unmarried, he's in his 40s, he's a great, great guy, he's a very nister guy, but he's looking for a girl that appreciates surfing. So if you know of somebody that's from and likes to surf or that kind of stuff, please contact me, we've got to make another MDY shidduch here. All right. Before we go into this real quickly, I, I, I missed two words on top of that Kuf Chav No one corrected me. And it's a big problem because there's a beautiful Rashi here that I must tell you. I know that we're late and I know that we're, but we can't miss something like this. So the Gemara is talking about, because it's a beautiful sugi also, everybody's familiar with it. I said it, but a certain individual, I'm not going to mention his name, I love him dearly. He kind of interrupted me and I lost track at that moment and went on. So... 
it says like this, there's only four things that Eilud Varm Shalem Shir. One, Gemilus Chasodim, very important to remember this one. Two, peace, But what about the mission that we say every day? And, and the other things that the Gemara brings down, different prices. So you turn the page over here, top word, Hani Nami Bahani Shaychi. I might have said Hani I don't even know what I said. The point is that the Gemara says that all the other things are included in those four. Says Rashi, beautiful Rashi. We should look inside if you can. They're all part of Gemilus Ches. When you do we can understand that. Says Rashi, amazing, and don't forget this Rashi forever. Ve'iyon tefillah, having kavana by davening, hainu b'chalal gemilus chasadim. That's a gemilus chesed to who? To yourself. Unreal. You can do chesed with yourself. D'chsiv goymel nafshoi, his own nefesh, ish chesed. That's Rashi number one, amazing Rashi. Keep on going. Of course, if you bring your kids to school to learn Torah, and you getting up early in the morning, that's Talmud Torah. Listen to this Rashi. Donas chaver likavschos, and be melamed schus on your friend. That's how you bring peace. By preventative measures, that itself is peace. You, tell, you say on your friend, he didn't mean to do something wrong to me. It was by mistake. He meant it for the good. That is That's included. Okay, today's sugya. We're holding almost the Dav Vaiter. We're holding eight lines from the bottom, Dav Kuf Chof Ches on the base. Today's Dav is Kuf Chof Tes. Omar Mar, Baruch HaToad, Yunoy Lenem El Choylo, Shakol Niyabit Vagoy. If Sam, Sam Gutman is, is on, or Gutman is on today, I just want to thank him in public. Before Shabbos, I got a beautiful bottle of wine from him and a bottle of schnapps. Very generous. Thank you. It gives me chizuk. No hints. I said, if you want to give me chizok, bring more people to the shir, etc. But all these things, the emails, the, 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 little, the little things, this, that was a big thing. Gives me chizok. Even Ben's fan gives me chizok. The, 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 the t-shirts, chizok. That's how I keep going. 250. By the way, for me, there are people that are robots. That's how they were born. They are naturally, they get into a rhythm and they just go and go and go. My father-in-law comes home every day, he cuts the same cucumber, and he eats the same thing, and he does the same, and he gets up every day. Certain people have rhythm. I am the exact opposite. My personality is all over the place. I skydive, and I scuba dive, and I this, and I that. For me, 250, never happen again, I don't think. I have to thank Corona. To not be, I have to thank my, my partner, Benzie Friedman, for being there for me. It's eight months, over eight months, I haven't been to my business. It's, it's not, I can't even comprehend it. All right. To everybody. But I'm saying these little things, they give me chizik, they give me that push. There are days that I shouldn't be here. I'm a choyla, whatever it is. Sick in my head. Depression, whatever. Keep on going. You just keep on going. 250. All right. Omar Mar. depression. But sometimes you could, you could be down a little bit. Things happen in life. Omar Mar. So we just mentioned if a woman who's giving birth needs a candle, you could light a fire for her. She's a choyle, she Of course, you need, you, need, you need some light. 
She's blind. She doesn't need it at all. You would think, since she doesn't see it, there's no need. At the end of the day, it comforts her. Says the Mogan Avram, how does it comfort her? How does she know? Just tell her you lit the candle. Says the Mogan Avram, she could tell by the way people feel her. If they're like looking for her arm and they touch her eye by mistake, she hops right away. There's no light. She could tell. But there's a very interesting Tysus here. The Tysus at the end of this, the last Tysus, he says, A woman giving birth, giving birth is more susceptible to fear than other sick people. And then therefore, more than a, he says, He says, on the other hand, we see the Arishonim that say that even one out of a thousand women, the Arishonim in those days say, even one out of a thousand women don't die during childbirth. So in other ways, we're not as mekel, but in Yatuvi Daita, to comfort her, we're very, very mekel, even more so than a regular sick person. Why does she need it? She needs it that her friend should be able to see well and she should have an easy childbirth. If she needs oil, so he said, she should bring it in her hand, she should make a shinui. If not in her hand, put it in her hair. Okay, so if you put it in the hair, you're not over on tiltal, you're not carrying on Shabbos. What happened to Shita? In order to get the oil out of her hair, she has to wring it out. That's Shita. What's the, what's the Isra of Shita? Mefarek. Dash. You're, you're um, separating two, two, two objects, two, the shaft from the, the wheat from the shaft. So there's a famous saying in Shas, Ein Why? The, the liquid doesn't go into the hair. The liquid is between the hair. What you're doing is squeezing out liquid that's on top of the hair. It, never go, it, never, it doesn't penetrate the hair itself. Even if you hold that there is what's going on here is not that this, the oil is in her ear, in her hair. Rather, you take, you take a bottle and you tie it to her hair and that's how she walks through the Shusurabim. It's a real Shinoi. Okay. Any, any kind of change you could do, you do. As long as a woman, the, the, the woman who gave birth, as long as her womb is open, ben omr so listen to the Lushan here. We have to, it's very important. Whether she requires help, she says straight out, I need, I need you to do Bimachal Shabbos for me. Or whether she doesn't say anything. Now, another way to read it, and this seems like this is how Rashi reads it. Whether she says... So one way to say is she didn't say anything. Parav. She didn't say anything. But the other way to say is she says, I don't need it. Don't do it for me. Don't be Michal Shabbos. But since her womb is open, she's a chayl, she's a You don't listen to her. Her friends say she needs it. She needs it. Finished. Big nafkemina. Whether she doesn't say it or she says, don't do it. She knows about her body. She knows what she needs. And we're going to override her and we're going to say, let's be Michal Shabbos for her. But once the womb closes, whether she says, I need a So whether she says she needs, Rabashi 
So that's Ravashi. Mazutra Masnach, Marzutra says, Omar Abu Dhamr Shmuel, Chayy Kozman Shal Kever Patuach, Bein Omar Tsirchani, Ubein Omar Ain Tsirchani, Mechalim Oleo Esa Shabbos. So, over here he definitely says, Ain Tsirchani. So if, if we go with the way the Gemara says over there, so we read it as is, and we say that Marzutra right now is more Mekel. The Gemara before is saying she was Parav, and Marzutra adds and he says, even if she says specifically, don't do it for me. Yimachal Shabbos. Says Rashi, why should it be Yimachal Shabbos? Because her friends say she needs it. The Ran, other Rishonim say, even if her friends don't say, we just assume so. However, the Mishnah brings this down and he says, that Allah is like the Ran, you don't need friends, but if a doctor says straight out she doesn't need it, obviously we listen to the doctor. You're not Yimachal Shabbos. Nista Makever, here's another Kula that Marzutra says. Once the womb is closed, Omer Tzvichani Mechalim Alesa Shabbos, Omer Tzvichani, Ein Mechalim Alesa Shabbos. Once the womb is closed, you do listen to her. Before Ravashi says, once the womb is closed, I don't care, you're not Mechal Shabbos anymore. Even if she says, I need something, you don't listen to her. Over here, if she requires it, she says, I need it, you listen to her. However, Omer Tzvichani, if she doesn't require, Lai Mechalim Alesa Shabbos. So those are the two nafkaminas. When the womb is open, Mazruja says, even if she denies help, Yomachal Shabbos. And once the womb is closed, again he says, you listen to her. If she says, I need help, you listen to her. Where Ravashi says, even if she says, I need help, it's too late. You're like a regular person. Nisnama Kever, you're healed already. So we have a Kula, Mazutra is very makel. Ravashi is machmer. Who's the Allah like? Rabbi this is a major... Halacha for all of Shas. Omalei halacha kemar zutra, sofeg nefashes lahakal. I printed out this Mishnabura for myself. Maybe I'll put it, I forgot to put it on the chat. We should put it on this chat. If you were here, I would have probably printed one out for everybody. I'm going to read it inside. Simen shin chavches. Write this down. Shin chavches, simen beis. Mishesh lechoyli shel sakana. If somebody has some sort of sakana, Mitzvah lechalal olav zashabbos. It's a mitzvah to be mechalal shabbos. Vahazar is the quicker you do it. Harei meshubach, right, Levi? Vahashoyel. And somebody asks questions. Harei shoifech damim. You're a killer. You're a murderer for asking. Going to the rav. Says the Mishnah Bura. Mitzvah perish lasses lerefua v'tamishim duksev v'chai bohem. You have to live with the Torah. V'loishiyamus. The Torah is not here to kill you. The Torah is here to live. Vahazar is vahashoyel. Says the Mishnah Bura. Perush. Oiso Yeshu Mishasid. Person that acts like a chasid. The Yore Lechal Sashabas. Bechoyle Kazeh. Ima Yedei Moira. Ki Ima Yedei Moira. Unless he goes and asks a Rav. Harei Yoshevich Dami. You don't ask a rabbi. When you have a Sogna Fashis, no rabbis. Also to ask a rabbi. Sheba Oichu Hoylech Lishoyl. By the time you pick up the phone to ask, Yechlash Achoyla, the Choyla will become sicker. Yoyser Biyuchal Estakin. It will be a Sakana for him. Rakos Voymer. Lisamid Adam Reyachal. Not only that, says the Yerushalmi, the Rav is a bad guy. Why are people asking this rabbi? He didn't make it obvious to his constituents, yeah, okay, that the halacha is no asking in this, under these circumstances. He should have got up in shul. Now, if the choyle himself is a big tzaddik, you force him physically 
And he talked to him, It's stupidity, It's stupidity to be makbid and go ask her up. Okay. Says the Gemara, Omer Abayo, Mishosh, Oh, When is it considered that a woman, her womb is open, Omer Abayo, Mishosh, When she sits down to give birth on the birthing table. Ravuna, Bereda, Rav Yeshua, yeah. Very nice. Simon Shochach, don't forget this halacha. I think we're familiar with the halacha. Just once in a while, we want to be a little makbid and we run quickly to the rough to ask a question. Not necessary. This is a situation you never ask your rough. Ravuna Breder Yeshua. So one shita is going on the, on the birthing, whatever it's called. Ravuna Breder Yeshua, Amar Mishal Shadam Shoshis Viyarid. Once this is dam. So that could be before or after. When her friends have to carry her. How long does it last after the birth? Three days after birth. Seven days. So Tosis explains here that there's no machlokes. These are the different shiurim. Three, seven, and thirty. Chayo gimel shiva v'shloishim. So. Shloisha, meaning from zero to three, from the time she gave birth until three, whether she denies it, we already passed in like Marzutra, you have to be Mekel. So even if she says, I don't need it, you think she needs it, Chal Shabbos. Shiva, meaning from three days to seven days, if she requests it, you Mechal Shabbos. Like Marzutra said, she says, I don't need it, Mechal Shabbos. From 7 to 30, even if she says, I need it, you could do by a guy. So now she's considered a chayla, and any chayla, you can use a guy for refuah. Any chayla, you could do things through a guy. We're not talking about Sakana. Obviously, Sakana, you yourself are Mechal Shabbos. No Sakana, you get a guy. Notice, it says Shmuel here in the Sugya a bunch of times. Shmuel is famous to being a doctor, and that's why he's very involved in the Sugya. 30 days. What was he talking about? Yoledes should not go to the mikvah 30 days, within 30 days of her birth. Of the birth. So if her husband is not there, why is she going to the mikvah? She's going to the mikvah so she could eat tahara. She could eat food with tahara. Through tashmish, the guf on the guf is mechameim. I might have said mistakenly that Rav, that Rava was married to Shmuel's daughter a few, I don't know, like a week ago. It's Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda, famous Rav Chizda. Rava was married to, to, to his daughter, and she went to the mikvah 30 days within the childbirth, and she became cold, she got really sick. They slept her entire bed with her on it, rather to bring Rava to her, they brought her to Rava, and he was mechamem her. You can make a fire for a woman who gave birth, in, 
perhaps the Havamina was, and we're going to see the Maskana not like that. You only make a fire for a woman who gives birth, but not for a sick person. Two pshatim here, but we'll, let's say we're talking about a chayl shem besakana. Bimaisak shamim in, only when it's cold, bimaisak chama, loy, it's not necessary even for a woman who gave birth in the summer. We'll skip this line. Omar of chiyah, by our oven, Omar Shmuel, hikiz dam, vinistan, again Shmuel. If, okay, so now this is the first time we're mentioning bloodletting today. We're going to be mentioning it quite often. It was huge in those days. Everybody was into this. Letting blood is healthy. How do you do it? When do you do it? Says Shmuel, if you let blood and you became cold, you got a cold, you make a fire, even in the middle of the summer. Says Rashi, if you do it for somebody that did bloodletting, so certainly for a chayla. So that's the psak. Before we said maybe a chayla not, and maybe in the summer not. No, you make fires for everybody, for a chayla, not only a woman who gave birth for any sick person, and in the middle of the summer. The halacha is like Rashi, the Rambam is Mechulik and Rashi. Okay. Says the Gemara, Shmuel, Tzalchulei, Tachtika, Deshaga. Tachtika, Deshaga. So Shmuel once had bloodletting and they needed a fire quickly. They took a very expensive chair made out of cedar and they chopped it up and they burnt it. They took a, a, a table made out of this other type of cedar wood, says Rashi. They took a footstool. They took expensive furniture, threw it into the fireplace to save these people from the cold. So Abai asked the question, to chop down wood, to chop down healthy trees. Certainly, furniture. This is how the site of Baltashkas, and it can't just destroy things. A boy said, This is also something they shouldn't remember. Shin Chav Ches. My body is not a joke either. It's better for me to destroy a bench than to destroy my body. So, this is a site for life. Sometimes we don't have our priorities straight, we don't have our values straight. We lose a little money. What do we do? We stress, we stress, and we destroy our bodies. Over what? Over money. Over other things. You've got to take care of your body first. It's an unbelievable concept. Rashi explains, shoes are extremely important. It's a bazillion, it's a busha for any human being to walk barefoot. It's a sign of poverty. It doesn't get worse than that. Not having a pair of shoes. Sell the beams in your house to buy shoes. If you let blood and you don't have what to eat, then even, then, then even the shoes, even those shoes, that's how important it is to let blood, to, to have a suda to eat. Normally, you have to eat well after bloodletting. So here's another idea about, about bloodletting. What should you eat? Rav Omar Basar, Ushmul Omar Yain. Machlaikis, Rabin Shmuel, famous Rabin Shmuel, one says meat, one says wine. Why? Rabin Mabasar, Nafsha Cholof Nafsha. Life will replenish life. The meat can replenish what you lost from the bloodletting. Ushmuel Omar, Yain Sumka Chalif Sumka. So I want you to remember the Shmuel just for a minute, not too long. Don't, don't be Shokachet. Shmuel says wine is red and red replaces red. Okay? 
But what, what does Rav say? Rav says, meat is life. Okay, says the Gemara, Shmuel Avad Milsa. When Shmuel let blood, Ovad Milsa means letting blood. So they, they made him meat, spleen, but again, it's red to replenish red. That's what's interesting. So it's meat, but it's red meat. Rabbi Yochan drank so much wine until the smell, the aroma of wine came out of his ears. Rabbi Nachman Shasi had the kopi tochle, till his spleen floated in wine. Rabbi Yosef Shasi had the nafik mirivda the chusilta, until the wine came out of the hole that was caused by the bloodletting. I'm assuming these are all mishalim of some sort. Rava mahadra chamer bar tlosetarfe. Rava was very makbid on wine that came from vines that were three years old. Some people say that it was, it was aged for three years. Now what Rashi says. Yeah, but the problem with Rashi a little bit is like, how can you drink wine that's less than three years old? It's Arla. Says Rav Nachman to all his Talmidim, I'm begging you. Go to your wives and, and lie to them and say, Nachman ikla ligabon. Nachman. Reb Nachman is coming as a guest, so she, she's going to stress out, she's going to make a giant meal, and then you're going to have good food. So my kasha is, okay, but the Gemara later on says, he's supposed to do bloodletting every month. So every month she's going to fall for this trick. Reb Nachman is coming. Ooh, Reb Nachman is coming. Okay, no, month number one. Great, like my wife, she fell for it the first time. And he said, no, and she walked away with the phone, but the next day she already thought that was a joke. So... So that's why Rashi, it seems like Rashi's not goyres to tell your wife. He doesn't say that word. He, he takes out the word. He just says, say it. It's a saying. Say, pretend. In other words, pretend to yourself, Rav Nachman is coming. So then everybody makes a nice meal. The point is, make a good meal. But though it's not to trick your wife. Says the Gemara, but there is some tricking going on here, trickery. V'chulu aroi asiri. All trickery is osir. Bar mahai Besides this tricky, I have a shout for you, because I was, I was talking to the guys in Zoom last night. In 1991, when the Bulls were playing the Lakers, we needed to watch the game, but nobody had a TV. We yeshiva guys. So we went to consumer distributions. There's a Mokham, special place. You open up a, a catalog, and you go through, and you say, okay, I want to buy this TV. Now, I was the big tzaddik. I was screaming, Neva, it's awesome. But I went with my friends, of course, and I even gave them some money. And you, give the, you buy a TV, and no matter what, they take it back. So we watched the whole series. On Shabbos, was a different child of what the Olam did. Some guys just left it on. So well, kids are not, not the get for now. But after the crazy thing was, so we come back to return the TV that was half smashed because it fell off the garbage can. And there's 20 other yeshiva guys with TVs coming back like this to give back the thing. Mamish bizyainus. Anyways, is that Arama? Is that us or what's going on here? So the Gemara says, huh? <laughs> yeah. Returning the luggage to Costco with the rotten vegetables to Costco. Yeah. There's no returns in Costco in certain cities in, in America where certain people live. Anyway, fine. There's one trickery you're allowed to do. If a guy lets blood, 
and he doesn't have money to buy wine. He needs wine. Lishko Zuzo Macha, he should take a worn out coin. He should go to seven different stores. At the time, Shiriviyasa. You go to each store, each store will give you a seventh of a, of a reviz, basically a third of an ounce. You say, look, I have money, I want to buy wine. Can I taste this? They give you a little bit, and then you give them the money. The guy looks at the money and says, what is this? This is, this is a joke. Take your money back, get out of here. Ah, okay, fine, sorry. Then you go to the next store, you do the same trick until you drink a whole reviz. Now, this is different than consumer's distribution. Why? Because you're willing to buy the wine. Here, here's my money. Ah, you don't want the money, that's your problem. But to, to do a trick and take something and knowing that you're going to give it back, now, I'm working on myself very, very much lately. We just learned the sugi of Dalin Kavskos, and you have to have like a, a crooked brain for Dalin Kavskos, what Vodner says. So today, I'm, 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 I'm putting you through a, uh, what's it called? A, okay, nobody's here to help me. Um, not a, a challenge, uh, not a challenge, but okay, a demonstration. Here, there's a guy, I know, I'm serious, I went to the wine store, and the guy says, you see that guy, he tells me Lashonari about a guy. See that guy? He constantly comes in here for wine tasting. Just for wine tasting. He's never bought a bottle in his life. So I'm blacklisting him from wine tasting. That's what he tells me in the wine store. So a boy said, we could be down the Kavskos. No, maybe the guy had bloodletting. Maybe they did bloodletting that day and he had to drink some wine. So he went for the wine testing. That's as I stated in the Gemara. Fine. You have to be down <coughs> If this trick doesn't work, eat seven dates that are black. And, and, and you should smear a little oil on his temple. Lay in the sun. Avlaid, <coughs> excuse me, Avlaid was the name of a guy, a guy. We're going to have him later on in the he was laying down in the sun. The smartest man by the Jews, what? It's good to lay in the sun. Even those days they knew that those rays are not good for you. You should know that I had bloodletting. That's why I'm sitting in the sun. He was, Shmuel did not tell him the truth. One day a year, the sun is extremely healthy for your body. It's when Tkufas Tamos here. I'm going to tell you the whole thing. Basically, you take this point and you go around, and no, I'm just kidding. When we're learning uh, brachas, we went through this. I'm not going to go through it. But there's a day of the year called Tkufas Tamos, and that day is very chashuv. I think on the side, the guy or something else. Oh, Tkufas Tevis. So you have to figure out if it's Tamos or Tevis. Because we don't know what day it is, and Shmuel didn't want to tell that guy either. If you are lenient with dam, with, with the suda, so Hashem says, Oh, he doesn't care about his own life. Why should I be careful with him? If you let blood, you shouldn't sit there where there's a strong wind. If the guy let him with almost no blood left, he took out most of his blood. He has a revius left. In other words, he has enough to live. And then that last wound comes and, and pulls out the last, the minimum that's necessary to live. Shmuel would only do bloodletting in a place that had seven rows and a half, seven and a half rows of brick. How wide is a brick? Says Rashi, three tfachim. So, Three times seven and a half, 20, 
two and a half tfachim. Okay, which is basically a little bit more than a seven foot wide wall. One day, he did some blood, and all of a sudden he feels that it's not good. He checked, a half a foot was missing. It's only six and a half feet wide. He noticed the difference, says Gemara. You should taste something. Like a lot of times you do the, these blood drives, they give you something to eat afterwards. Because you're supposed to eat. If you don't eat, if you happen to see a dead person, your, your, your face will turn yellow. And if you bump into somebody to a murder, you will die. We're, we're, the turning, not the daf, not the almond base, the turning of the daf, is sponsored by official from official catering. And if somebody wants a sponsor, Ahmed Bayes, it's available. Because the turn, just the turn part. Okay? Now, Rabbi Yisai, what's Dover Acher? I don't want to miss this. I, I, it's tricky to say sponsorships here. If you bump into a Dover Acher, the PIG, the famous PIG, we'll say it because a lot of people don't know PIG. If you bump into a pig, it could cause saras because pigs... Are, have nine parts, nine chalakim of the tzeras that came down to the world. If a person did bloodletting, you shouldn't jump out. You shouldn't just jump. You have to rest, then go. <clears throat> Reminds me, I had once a little tiny thing on the bottom of my foot that was really bothering me. So my father-in-law told his, his best friend, he had a clinic, he says, Take Ellie, take it off with a laser. So I sit down there, and the guy goes, okay, it's off. Literally one second. So I'm about to get up. So the two nurses says, no, you can't, you can't get up. We have a procedure that you're not allowed to get up for 10 minutes. I said, are you kidding me? He just did zzz. I know, there's nothing wrong with you, but we have a procedure. Protocol. So I'm sitting there for 10 minutes like a shaita, and I was getting upset. So after 10 minutes, she says, okay, you can get up. So I get up, and I purposely fall on the floor, and they're grabbing me and holding me, and I'm like, all over the place. Uh, this guy can never come back to the... Chutzpah, Americans, uh, protocol, like you can't use your common sense. Fine. So you should not get up right away. It, it's protocol. You can mamish fall and have a, a bad time. There are five things that are uh, closer to death than, than life. Veiluhein. If you eat and stand up right away. So you're eating at a chas and all of a sudden the music. Ah, da, 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 da. You have to like chill and then get up. Or drinking and standing up. I don't have that problem because I just eat standing up the entire time. That's, I mean, on Shabbos is different. Everybody knows this. This is like the first daf of Mesech Brachas. Everybody knows the first daf in Mishnabura. And he says, and then he says, oh, it's very dangerous to stand up right away when you get up in the morning. Everybody knows that one. And bloodletting and standing up. These are the five things that are dangerous. When do you do bloodletting? I mean, we cannot, this whole sugi is like not important to us. Like, who, whoever did bloodletting besides the guy from the wine store? It's not a thing today. And we have to put our heads in this. They lived it. Everything. You did bloodletting. I do. I'm going tomorrow. What day of the week? How? When? Ubena prokim yimayit. Now, every 30 days. Bena prokim means when you hit 40 years old, yimayit, you should go to every two months. 
when you hit 60, in other words, your body doesn't rejuvenate, it's not as hot, you might get a cold every three months. You should do it on Sunday, on Wednesday, on Friday. Never on Monday and Thursday. Only if you have the schus of your forefathers, then you could stand the Sheni V'chamishi. Why? That's when the Bezdin down here gets together on Monday and Thursday. The Bezdin up there is to start scrutinizing all the people and seeing what, who, who has a chet, who needs a, a little bit of a punishment. They coincide, no good. How come not on Tuesday? Because Mars is on even numbers. So, this is taken from a Masori Heritage Foundation, from the Art Scroll. I don't know if you can see so well, but the point is that on the, when, every, okay, on Monday and the even hour, the fourth hour of the day, that's when you have Mars. And on Tuesday, on the sixth hour at night, and on the eighth hour, and on Friday, his Friday during the day, we don't care about night because that's not when people do bloodletting during the night. So here you have again on Friday, I don't know if you could see, on Friday again, once again, you have right here Mars. So the Mars is like this. When you have two things that coincide, Two bad things. Mars represents dever v'cherev, bad things. Hakazaz da'am is bad. So when you have hakazaz da'am and dever v'cherev, the coincide on the even number, bad news. Don't do it then. Says the Gemara, b'mali shapso, but on Friday, nami kaima b'zove, it also on the eighth hour, uh, the sixth hour, sorry, in the sixth hour on Friday, you also, it coincides, there's Mars and the even number, Says the Gemara, Since people were noyig to do Hakazah's dam on Friday, why? Explains Rashi, because you need to eat fish after you do bloodletting, and they didn't have money for fish. But on Shabbos you eat fish, so they pushed it off to Friday. Unbelievable. So since it became a minog, and even though it's a bad one, Hashem will protect those fools that are not careful. Omer Shmuel. Dalid, Duhu Dalid. In other words, Wednesday, the fourth, that is in the fourth day of the month. Dalid, Wednesday, Duhar Besar, the 14th of the month. Dalid, Duhu Esrim Arba, or the fourth day of the, uh, Wednesday, which is the 24th. Dalid, Deleka Arba Besrei, or Wednesday, which doesn't have another four days after it to the end of the month. Sakanto. All these are dangerous for bloodletting. Rish Chodesh, Vishen Chulsha. The first day of the month, second of the day of the month, will weaken you up very much, so don't do it then. Shlishi loy, the third day of the month, Sakana is dangerous. Mali yoyme tova chulsha. Erev yantav will bring weakness. Mali yoyme datsarto. And Erev shvuas, Sakanta is dangerous. Listen to this. Erev shvuas is dangerous. Vigazru rabbonan akula mali yoyme tova mishum yoyme tova datsaris. And rabbonan medik zera all Erev yom tovim because of Erev shvuas. The Novik Beiziko, because there's a, a spirit, Ushmei Tavayach. His name is Tavayach. Diloy Kibli Yisrael Toiro, have a Tavach Lula Besrayu, Veladamayu. If Klai Yisrael wouldn't accept the Toiro, then this spirit, Ziko, would, Mr. Tavayach, would destroy Klai Yisrael. 
The Marsha says that his name is Tavayach, or Tavuach, that you could, we, because we accepted the Torah, we destroyed him. Fine, it's, he says, talking about the Yitzhahara, the Satan. What do you see from the Sugya? Very, very interesting aside. It's not that we are here and the days pass us by. Rather, the days are here and we are traveling through the days. In other words, Yantif is here every single year. We happen to be visitors. We're going by Yantif. We go by Shavuos. So just like Shavuos, 2,000 years ago, when Klai Yisrael accepted the Torah, they had accepted the Torah, and if not, this Malach will come and destroy us. We cannot bloodlet today because this Malach could destroy us. In other words, we have to... So when Shavuos comes, we have to re-accept the Torah. It's not like, oh, we have something to commemorate Shavuos that happened then. We have Pesach. To no, we, today we're going out of slavery. Today's Pesach, we're going out of slavery today. This year, because what happened then happens today, every day. That's how it works. It's a very interesting insight. Today, this year, is Shavuos again. It's, it's Shavuos to the point that if I don't accept the Torah, this Malch is going to come and be mazik me. Omar Shmuel, Ochal Chitovek is dam. Says Shmuel, again Shmuel, if you eat wheat and then you do bloodletting, it was only beneficial for that wheat that you did. But don't worry about it. You're not going to get the medicinal benefits from it. It's going to make your body lighter. No, no attended. I just needed to drink. You should drink right away. And if eating, you should eat up to a meal. If you drink immediately, it's good. But you shouldn't drink. Is it trying to tell you when not to drink? It's just telling you when it's good, but afterwards, it's, it's parav. That you should eat up until half a meal. Is it good? But after a half a meal worth, before and after is bad. Mach is Rav. Rav used to announce, if you want to buy gourds, pumpkins, you shouldn't pay more than one zuz, which is a very small denomination, for a hundred. In other words, it has no nutritional value, garbage. Mayo reishi, a hundred heads of an animal, bezuzah. Mayo sfame, a hundred lips, v'loyklom. They're worthless, mamish worthless. There's such a lashon today in Hebrew also. The day that people were lazy, in other words, ben azmanim. That's how they call ben azmanim. Amri, they would say, It's a day of lips. I never understood what it meant. Today, I understand what it means. Lips are worthless. So when the Tamid HaChachamim are in ben azmanim, they're not learning Torah, it's a worthless day. You, you tie the umbilical, the umbilical cord. Tana Rabbanon koishim matabur. Rabbi Yosi Oimer af choytchim you cut it. V'toyinim hashilio and you bury the placenta. So this is like a hibijibi thing. You take the placenta and you bury it over here, and the baby over there kadeishi yechem abvad. The baby becomes warm. If you're very wealthy, you're a daughter of a king, a princess, you bury it in these jugs of oil. Benois hashirim. You put it in wool, if they're very poor, in rags. That you cut the umbilical cord. Remember, we said Rashi says, if you don't, 
they could get caught on something and then it'll pull out the intestines. Today you say because it'll bleed. The name of Rav. If they're twins, you cut them. My time up, because they pull away from each other, that's dangerous. We're not referring to the Tichacha, that we say, you know, the Bakaira, he says it lowly and quickly. We're talking about Tichacha in Yechezkel. Because Baruch says that Klai Yisrael is like a baby, they don't appreciate me, they're like a, a baby girl that was left, that was abandoned. Okay? Tichacha Oisin L'chayah B'Shavos. Sorry. So everything that's mentioned in that Pasuk, you do on Shabbos. When you were born that day, they didn't, they didn't cut the umbilical cord. So we're going to go in the reverse. In other words, you're supposed to cut it. And they didn't even rinse you. So you're supposed to rinse, even on Shabbos. These are halachas for Shabbos. And they didn't salt you. You're supposed to salt even on Shabbos. And they didn't swaddle you. You're supposed to swaddle, straighten out the bones. You're supposed to give birth. You're supposed to help deliver a baby on Shabbos. You cut the umbilical cord on Shabbos. You should bathe the child even on Shabbos with hot water. You should salt the baby. You should swaddle the baby on Shabbos. The 18th parak of Mesech Shabbos, Mefanim. Today, let's say to Hillim, for one of uh, our Chabura, whose wife needs to Hillim, if everybody could please say, Shkoyach. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Noam.